we should just talk about this in general. Mm. So, like, have we started? Yeah. Okay. Hi. Good evening. Two er, great grapes. Two great grapes. Two great. Two great grapes. Great grapes. Um. We're just having a sip of wine and we're joining together a fortnight after our first episode. No, a month. Ugh. Fuck a month. Because um, I'm down your end once a month. Right. Um, so we're getting together tonight and we're kind of wanting to understand what makes us unique about discussing our lives in our 30s from the rest. I guess you keep asking what I want to talk about tonight and there's something that's been burning me that we've probably been talking a lot about, which is how extra my life is at the moment. Oh, I love this topic. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's getting to the point where, you know, it's enough. But the reason why it's so extra... And why I feel like that is because I feel like it's extra, but in a negative way, right? So it's like the stuff that I'm going through at the moment isn't so great. It's a bit negative. It's like shit's always happening. I'm having to like um, work through it, survive it, whatever. I want to find out though how I can live that extra life but in a positive way where good shit's happening where you know it's not always so shit and these feelings of uh, oh my god it's so dramatic and it's so big is happening in ways that are really positive towards me that are really moving me forward and I don't know if I need to do some sort of experiment. I think you've already been doing it. No, 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 no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like that, um, the secret bullshit, you know, like positive, like, you know, you attract what you think. No, that fuck that. I, 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 think, I, I yeah. think you have subconsciously been turning your extras into positives. This is someone coming from the outside. Mm. I think you have, and that could be just, that could just be you looking at the situation and not having a meltdown about it. Like you're upset about it, it gets you wound up, but then you turn around and you go, okay, move forward. But it's so dramatic. But it's funny. I know. I know. <laughs> Your life is a sitcom. But I want to be a part of it. I know. But I, I'm talking about like, um, I think I feel like I've become such a pessimist and I'm a pessimist on purpose. And this is really in the last 24 months. That's so common though. I'm a pessimist because if it does turn it right, how great do how much more do I appreciate it when it when things do go my way does that make sense so it's like if I'm always an optimist I'll always be like disappointed because shit hasn't gone my way so I've just completely turned that around and have become a real pessimist and I think pessimists are actually the biggest optimist because when things go right then they can appreciate it more I was just gonna say that but aren't you just being an optimist looking at the greater side of being a pessimist yes probably <laughs> but like I, I, I feel like 
I'm almost attracting this shit because I've become this pessimist and I really need to change that around. But I'm not about to become Oprah and I'm not about to have my aha moment and I'm not about to read and dedicate my time to reading the secret as to how I can create this vision board. I don't have time for that shit and I appreciate everyone out there. But I wonder if there's some sort of experiment that I could almost do. I don't know. With the way that I'm just traveling, that I could almost turn it around and turn it into good. Because I sometimes feel like I'm just surviving. You are just surviving. I am, right? Your your I'm, situation is all about survival. <sighs> Anyways, that's what I feel like talking so, about tonight. What do you feel like talking about? Like, just so that we can break it up. Maybe we, your stuff is more exciting than mine. Change. I want to talk about change and why you should be okay with change. Because mm-hmm. I've made a change in my life recently. Mm-hmm. And a big part of it, well, you saw from my essay of texts mm. that I was sending the other day, I was feeling like I was giving up. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But was I just, was my mind and my body and... I, I was going to say soul, but no. Was my mind and body just not liking the change that I initially made for myself? And it was just saying to me, this isn't the path. Try something different and don't feel guilty about it. I'm mm. trying not to feel guilty about it because when I made that decision, I actually felt like a weight was taken off my shoulders, even though... Wait, let me backtrack a bit. Let's talk about that decision. What did that I do? Change, what did yeah. I change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... As you know, Louisa, mm. um, I like dipping my hands in little projects. Mm-hmm. This two great, great podcast is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always found like I love to do projects, but there's a lot that I haven't finished. And you know what? That could be okay mm-hmm. because entrepreneurs, successful people, they dip their hands in a lot of things. They have a lot of ideas and they don't always go to plan. That's fine. I just want to finish one. Mm. (laughs) And one of my things that I started was studying psychology um, because I just didn't have the marks when I was younger to do it. And I've always wanted to do it. And then I was obviously floating into life coaching and I didn't like the bullshit behind it. Um, So I wanted to go back to psychology because, to be blunt, I'm really good at helping people Mm -hmm. and I have a talent for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yet I was working in advertising Mm -hmm. and bullshitting people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wasn't comfortable with that. So so I'm studying. I was studying psychology. But oh my God, one unit per semester, 24 subjects that I need to conquer, I'd be done when I'm in my 40s. Do I really want to spend my 30s studying and putting my social life and my family and my friends on a uni schedule? Mm. some people can do it hats off to them mm-hmm. I don't want to do it mm. and when I made the decision to do psychology I wasn't in a job that I enjoyed I was in an industry that I was that I just grew tired of and this was going to be my way towards helping people mm. now I'm in a job that I really enjoy and wait Helping people that you were already helping, by the way. Mm. 
just as a this was just the formalities of helping people right yeah cool continue um well i had clients mm. and it was successful i just stopped and i think fear it's so true about fear and phony like you're like oh my god why do people believe in me yeah like it's like oh my god i'm such a fake you just be want to like, be one of those other life coaches yeah it's like oh my god dude, like i'm actually not real but you are real but it's yeah it's this phoniness that you almost feel like oh my god i'm actually faking it somebody at some point's going to realize the phony job that i'm doing but i'm actually not doing it but that's just like this it probably comes yeah with, mm. well when i was studying when i was learning to do life coaching they were always saying say you're a life coach even though you don't have clients say you're a life coach because eventually you will get clients and you will be coaching and you're working towards being a life coach mm. yeah cool okay but i didn't feel life coaching was enough psychology had to be the next step but i don't want to spend my 30s reading books it's just not me i'm an action kind of person mm. so i want to go back into my projects but a part of me is feeling like, oh, did she just give up again? I don't want to be a giver up bra. And I've done projects that I've finished and succeeded, like the gala event mm. for the Heart Foundation. Um, and then just projects I do in my everyday job. Mm. I think maybe I'm just ready to stop hiding mm. and fearing mm. and do stuff. Mm. I don't know. I'm very confused about it, but I feel relieved that I put study on hold. Yes. A and bit I, embarrassed, I, but I'm okay with that, I think. Okay. I totally get that. And I think, what was that that I wrote the other day, right? So I totally get this whole unfinished business in my life where I start and don't complete anything. Mm. I think that's been a real, like, shadow that's been lingering my whole life. And every time I start something new, I'm like, can't wait to not finish it. Because that's just the way I roll. And I'm like, but there are some really good things. But the thing about us, and I think it, it's kind of like our personality, we are people that improvise. We are people that are intuitive. We are mm. people that struggle mm -hmm. in some sort of um, kind of uh, curricula that involves us to do this and it's at a time frame and we have to do it by this date we really struggle with that yeah we are like the bigger picture person we are the creative thinkers we understand we just know that whatever we think is actually going to result into a great outcome but it's the small steps to get to that point that really fucking bother us we just do but we have to do things to just do. Yes, but this is where we need to understand that perhaps rather than doing the small steps, if we really believe in something, we should just hope, do. Just do it, but leverage from the people that we know. Because a part yeah. of the other the great part of our personality is over the course of the past fifteen years we have met a lot of fucking people. Okay. Yeah. We have met a lot of fucking people with the different talents and the, probably the different skills that sets that we need to be able to get this shit done. We don't utilize it. That's another thing. We're both nurturers and nurturers don't ask for help. They just do. They just think they can do it on their own. I've asked for help for a lot for these days, but yeah, I totally get what you mean. But, but you've, maybe you've gotten to that point in your life where you've, you've welcomed 
the fact that it's okay to ask for help. Hmm. What did I write the other day on Sunday? My life has never been linear in experience. I never grew up in one home. I changed schools. My parents divorced. I never finished high school. I never got married. I had children in the middle of uni and never finished that, by the way, and had two sons before my career had even begun. I found a little cafe today at a window of two free hours of which I dedicated my entire time to writing. I love how through my journaling, I began, I'm began. i beginning to understand the lessons, see some logic and make sense of a world that has begun to mean chaos. And I think we probably, because we're such nurturers, because we're so intuitive, we feel perhaps a little chaotic in this life where it, that is so structured, mm. right? Like it's like you're supposed to uh, finish high school, go to uni, buy a house, get married, have kids. Like it's like we struggle with that, right? Yep, like, because yeah. we never wanted it. Yeah, we never wanted it. We just wanted it like this. Uh, we know we, we can be great. But it's just like, how the fuck do we get there? Like, it's like, without having to go through all these little milestones. Almost. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say this. I hate goals. Mm. I sometimes think putting a goal in front of you stops you from achieving mm. what you need to do. It's like almost feeling like, you can only pass the baton. You know when you're running in like those marathon races and that you see those in the Olympics, you see those pa- people passing on the metal baton to the next person and they grab that and they run to the next one until they get to the finish line. I feel like I'm the person who's like juggling that shit over anyone and doesn't, doesn't really want to hand it to anyone. I was going to say, I'm the person that's at the start line and I'm like, maybe if I just fling it, yeah, if I just, the other person will catch it. If I just, <laughs> I hope... But I don't really want to run. And I don't know if that... <laughs> how do I get there faster without doing anything? Yeah, without having to pass the baton. How do I get to the end goal and win without having to feel like I need to pass the baton through two or three people? Or three and it, and it's, it, it, and this is like life, right? How do I become a successful person who is able to change the life of others without having to finish the degree that almost gives myself the validation and permission to then Mm. execute on something that I can already fucking do yes that that's that's what it is it's why do we need validation on why we need validation to where we need to go hmm I don't need to know about Carl Jung I don't need to know about fucking Freud Fuck that shit. I don't need to talk about my past. I don't need to talk about someone else's past. I don't need fucking validation. No. And you don't need it via a piece of paper that you end up getting into in a huge amount of debt off. So it's just about how do you get all the skills, life skills and life experience that you already have, table it in a way that makes sense to you and implement that to other people that'll get to what you already know that you have to do. And isn't it funny that in our everyday jobs, I work in operations, process-driven department, Mm -hmm. and you get put on succumbents to implement processes. Right. 
and process are step to step mm. on how to improve something I yet know. we cannot do it in our <laughs> fucking personal lives it's probably always the case right i'm sick of making corporations more money when it should be sitting in my pocket mm. i totally get that i mean so what do we do what do we do where do we begin do we do we just go light up a fucking candle and go burn all the beliefs of having to get a degree and having to finish a course tafe uni whatever it is or having to do milestones and just be so unorthodox and do it the way we feel it best and use our intuitiveness and use our life experience and hone on to our skills or do we really actually need that qualification so we how do we find that balance what do we know true does it need to be an ex, a bit of an experience of just giving it our best go with what we know and what we have now and maybe invest our time into developing that and trying it and executing it or do we do a bit of both do we do we still spend time doing studying and and then figure it out from there i mean i i just the formality of, of some half this shit is really difficult for me to understand and I so know. i'll i'll tell you how i'll tell you what helped me make my decision about deferring uni Mm-hmm. Mind you all, I'm 33 years old, successful in my career. <laughs> I just want more. Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting more. Mm. Um, what made me make my decision was I was at my sister's birthday and um, a friend of hers was following my Facebook group, Identify You. Mm. And he was telling me how good he found my posts and how helpful they were. And I was like, and you know, he was like, Sylvia, you know, what are you doing with that? I haven't seen much. And I was like, oh, you know, it's on the back burner. I'm doing really well at work and studying. So it doesn't give me much time. He goes, man, that was so good. Keep it up. Yeah. Why? Oh man, I want to see more. And I was like, why aren't I doing it? You know why? You know why it was so good? Because it was authentic. Yeah. Authenticity is so attractive. People who can just, when you speak, and it's just uninhibited, mm. un, unedited, and it's unfiltered. And I want to go more into that because when he said that, I was like thinking to myself in the, the next few days, I'm like, I was just being myself. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about things that I've been through. And welcoming other people's opinions on the situations and a bit of background on Identify You. It's a it's a motivational group. Um, and, it, you know, it's a name for my coaching business. Right. But the more I've been working on it, I just want to motivate people. So focusing on people with anxiety, depression, um, people facing life at a crossroad, mm-hmm. especially with their career. Because mm-hmm. these are the things that I'm experienced in. Right. A lot of my posts were around anxiety, depression, because it played a big fucking part of my life for five years, mm. brought on by grievance. Mm. Um, and I was damn good at it. Mm. But I was scared of it failing or not going anywhere. You were also scared that you weren't validated through yes. a fucking piece of paper of qualification, yes. which is just bullshit. Anyways, continue. So... 
he kind of confirmed that for me. And then things that Graham was saying, he's like, you've got so many good projects. Why don't you pick one and play to it? Mm. And then do the next one. And mm. then do the next one. Mm. You don't need to do it all at once. And then the conversation with you and your validation, not in the negative way, but the confirmation, mm. let's say confirmation, mm. you kind of brought all that and put it into that set, you know, into what you were saying to me. Which was? Which was, you don't need a piece of paper no. to talk about your own experiences. And sometimes this stuff is almost a sense of procrastination. Yes. Right? Because procrastination is also a form of fear, and fear is in the heart mm. of what allows us to stay or move forward. Yeah. And it is true. And a part of me felt that when I started the degree. Mm. I loved the degree. Mm. I loved the content. Mm. I was good at it. Mm -hmm. But I felt like my, it was putting my life on pause. Yeah. I wasn't scared to do the essays. Mm. I'm never scared to do the work. Mm. Someone at the end, on the other side of that piece of fucking paper that you dedicated your time to, was going to say whether or not you were shit. Yeah. And it's like, fuck that. And I still turn around and say, no, I'm not shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't write like an intelligent person. Mm. It's not my forte. Mm. Um, so that's what led me to my decision. And, it's, and then it, this conversation has actually brought up another thing. Mm. And this is when I was trying on wedding dresses. Right. And I had the gown on that I'm going to wear on my wedding day. So beautiful. And I was cracking jokes. Mm. And there was this gorgeous, lean, beautiful girl with this beautiful husky voice, sharp eyes. She was just amazing. It looked like she came out of a magazine. Yeah. And she was really down to earth and lovely. Mm. And... I, you know, to myself, I, I felt like I needed to impress her mm. because I felt like the, the shapey, woggy, you know, good looking girl, but not fucking Vogue, mm. you know, centerfold mm -hmm. girl. All of a sudden, need validation. Mm. Anyway, I was just being my funny self and we we're both, you know, complimenting each other and the beautiful elegant girl turned around to me and said I looked so beautiful and I was just like are you just saying that and I got to the the counter when we finalized the payments and one of the girls turned around and said there is something so beautiful about you you are beautiful and you don't come across like you know it and she said, you're so funny and down to earth. I, I hardly spoke to this girl. She was listening to us interact, mm. you know, and she'd go into conversation here and there, but she wasn't really in the conversation. And all of this that's gone on in the week and this conversation is making me feel more and more, just do what you're good at. 100%. And don't try to polish what you're good at. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're just doing. Just keep doing it. And by doing it, you polish yourself. Exactly. Because you learn. Yep. You see the outputs. You've got to see the outputs, right? Without the outputs, you won't ever know. No. You won't ever know whether or not you're good or not. Yeah. So but it's like people say, find your passion and work towards it and everything will come together. Yes. But I think what people don't say enough is find your strengths. Mm. And just keep playing at them. Yeah. It may not be the passion that gets you there. It might just be your strengths. 
and play towards it and then it may lead you to your passion that's right and don't forget to pay attention to some of your weaknesses exactly and and figure out what it is you know and and, and that's what i mean you can only discover that by doing it you know and so by spending your time by by spending your time hiding almost behind essays and uni subjects you're not really investing the time that you're dedicating to that in understanding what your your, your capabilities are and yeah. building on that and your skill sets and your life experience and Sylvia and and at the end of the day what it's it's made me knowledgeable on some stuff but it wasn't it wasn't the part I don't think it's it's taken me almost three years to realize this but it, it's not I'm okay with the change mm. because when I made that decision, I truly felt it just isn't the path that's going to make me feel like I'm getting closer to my goal. It was actually procrastinating it. And delaying it. And delaying it. Yeah. It's not my thing. And here's a testament to you. Now, I'm a pretty tough person that doesn't really listen to many people. <laughs> You're the only person that I like really listen to. Ed Say that up. again, closer <laughs> to the mic. Uh, um, hello. Yeah. Um, yes. She. I'm a slave to her. Thank you very much. No way. <laughs> no. I want to say I'm Louisa, <laughs> and I don't like to listen to anybody, <laughs> including myself. Louisa, Carolina, Monosca, Roca. Okay. But you know, and, and that's a testament. You see. You can look through my phone, my phone calls. Every one of my friends would never, ever hear from me in the way you hear from me. And that's a huge testament. Thanks, Grape. Thanks, Grape, Grape. Because <laughs> they Grape. You're grape, a great Grape. grape. Slave, slave. Um, so, but, you know, I totally get that. You know, my, you know that my passion, for whatever reason, has suddenly in the past couple of years has become writing. Right. Oh, and you're so good at it. I'm such a fan of your writing. But I don't know how, but there was a period where, especially more recently, where I'm like, you know what? I really think I can write a fucking book. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you can write a sitcom. You can write a, you can write a drama. I can write a trilogy. You can write a fucking movie. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to because I don't have the validation of some fucking creative writing degree or uni course or whatever it is so I'm, but then i changed that and i was like no fuck it i'm gonna try it. i'm just gonna give it a good go i'm gonna hone into the experiences that i've experienced and just get a go i'm up to like twenty thousand words without just what? just on experiences and apparently for me to actually have a novel i only need like seventy thousand words and that's exceeding the normal range of 60,000 words. I'm up to 20,000 words. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's That like, was a high five. That was a high five. So it's like breaking through the barriers and just going, fuck all the rules. Like I said before, be unorthodox. Just challenge yourself with the thing. I have no idea how I've learned how to write. I'm not the most smartest person. I read. But I was never like a... I'm your Jane Austen. 
You are. You're so intelligent. You don't even realize it. No, I don't really think so. But, you know, like, I, I was never like... <laughs> no, scrap that. No, <laughs> let, cut. Cut that out. There's a pessimist coming out in me. I'm a pessimist. But I was never like your Jane Austen. I, I don't have this amazing story where at seven years old, I was like underneath a blanket reading at night. I was like fucking asleep picking my nose. You know what I mean? Like I, I miss those days. <laughs> no, maybe I still do that. <laughs> Only they really cross <laughs> But, you know, like I've, I've allowed myself to just write with authenticity and there's some really wow stuff coming through. Maybe your path was life experience to get you to your goal. 100%. Maybe that's my uni degree right there. Live life. Wow. Wow. Mm. Fucking some self-development right there. That was intense. <laughs> That escalated quite quickly. And that was in 28 minutes. <laughs> so identify you on Facebook. Um, self-development, motivational speaking. City City Mum on Instagram. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. <laughs> no, but, y- y- you know, and um, I guess... I think it goes back to don't be scared of change. Play to your strengths. Don't feel like you need validation in mm. what you're doing. Mm. Ask opinions, Hmm. ask for counsel, Mm -hmm. but don't feel like someone needs to give you the okay. Through a piece of paper and through a constitution. Or through a process. And I I can't believe I'm saying this, but (laughs) just because, okay, the process of becoming educated. Mm. And this is a big issue because I feel like kids these days have more options than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, succession in business is no longer the uni path and I was looking at an article the other day where they were saying who needs a uni degree 100% 100% and 100%. When we grew up in the era where like you said you go to school you go to university you get your career you get married you have children and I feel like we're still kind of I, like I am not craving it But there's still a little part of me that feels I need to do that. Mm. And that needs to change, especially in our education system. If I ever have children and my kids shit at algebra, Mm. I can't sit there and say to them, Pythagoras theorem is going to change your life because it's not. No, I can't. I can't be like, (laughs) I want you to stay up until your homework's done. No, because maybe your strength is swimming. Mm. Maybe your strength is drama. Mine was drama. Well, you know, I totally get that. And that's why there's a long piece of paper towels across my wall. And it looks fucking fantastic. (laughs) With pencil drawings all over it. And and sticky tape that says fragile um, on it. And that was homework the other day. And I totally get that. And I think I'm very lucky that my boys have someone like me that is so, like, airy-fairy. You're not airy-fairy. I'm not airy-fairy. But, you know, like, that is so... I don't know. I don't know, but I just believe in play. I believe in chill out time. I I, I'm, I struggle maybe one or two weeks when they both are in U one and U two respectively. I will get them a tutor twice a week. So they, I think the most important thing to success is being prepared. 
yes in some form so whatever you do you just whatever you do in life you're prepared for it you understand what you're going to talk about you know that's how i've i've never been the strongest person in knowledge in terms of whatever job i've been into but i've always been able to get that job that i want as a result of being prepared and and doing my research and doing my knowledge so those sorts of things are really important I think them being able to learn that life skill along the way is going to help them a lot. You can't be tardy. But, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I just think coming, spending seven hours at school and then coming home and then expecting them to do another three hours is just going to drive them mental. Yeah. And just and just prepare them not really for life because life needs, to, you need to be so flexible for life. You need to be so... Um, you need to live life. You need to experience emotions and whatever it is because life is just like that. And if you're not in an environment growing up from a young age of experiencing adversities, experiencing change, experiencing shit, and, 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 and just experiencing this linear way of living, you're really going to suffer. Yeah, definitely. You're not going to be able to bounce back when shit hits the roof. Yeah. You're not going to be able to bounce back when you get rejected from your first job, your second, your third, your yeah. fourth. You're not going to be able to bounce back when groups of people reject you you're not going to be able to bounce back when you don't fit into a group you're not going to be like just that is where i'm coming from from a parenting perspective yeah i I can't give any parenting advice because i don't have any spawns but you get that right (laughs) i'm pretty sure you're my spirit animal when it comes to parenting (laughs) (laughs) get back to bed (laughs) um wow like yeah. Did you feel the passion there? <sighs> My crutch is hot. Yeah, mine too. But we 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 totally get it. We may be in different parts of our lives, but fuck them, we're so aligned. We're so aligned. I think we've always have, even from the moment we met. I always had this Lou kind of click with you, even when we weren't close. Mm. I used to hate it when the girls would say shit about you. Yeah, I didn't care. Because I always felt like, hey, don't say that about Lou. We're not close or anything. We yeah. don't even call each other. But don't diss Lou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Look where they are now. Look, I think that's been a really healthy conversation. I don't even think we need to discuss my shit. I'm really happy with that. I think that would be really... Discuss your shit? What do you mean? What did I want to discuss? Something. I wanted to talk about changing my personal view on things and stop being a pessimist and that things are always going to be shit and I want to experience life extra. But I think I've got some good tips here. So what are our tips? Play to our strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't seek validation. Correct. And if there's something... But seek guidance. Seek guidance. Counsel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. 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 And? And um, I think, you know... That whole breaking through the fear, don't yeah. procrastinate. Like if you feel that you're procrastinating it's, and it's a boundary between where you are now and where you want to be and you're investing your time, like just just get smarter about where you're investing your time and think about how that time every single day is getting you one step closer to where you want to be and be totally selfish. If you want to have a fucking mention, Get yourself to that mansion, okay? However it wants to be. But don't 
don't derail through a path where you feel is ambiguous you don't know but you're just thinking it might be the right way like Syl said get the counsel get mentors oh my god mentors are so important i haven't been very lucky oh. in having mentors i haven't had a lot of mentors in my life mm. that's, and that's I've probably always, your next yeah that's your biggest opportunity right now yeah that is your biggest opportunity. and you know what you know what can i just say something mm-hmm. it that could be really challenging it is I mean, challenging. It's like dating. Yeah, because you know what? You might have to be that per- Whatever mentor you want to, to have, you might never find it. Yeah. And I think we spoke about this previously in our last podcast episode. You might actually have to become that person for someone else. But you need to find counsel in some form of who perhaps is a... Is unorthodox, has been unorthodox in the way they've achieved their success. You need, you need to reach out, mm. whether it be on LinkedIn, whether it be you know just just reach out. Yeah, I don't know. I actually have a sense of jealousy when I find out that people like some people talk about their mentors because it's like, man, in the companies I've been in, I've seeked it. It's a bit of sediment in there. Mm. What year was that one? I don't know, but that's that's definitely like tannins or some, some shit. Look, we're not even at the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> Anyways, look, I think mentors are very important. Um, I, they are important, but they I feel are. like some people kind of really depend on mentors. Uh, yeah, so understand what you need your mentor for. Um, like so for me I have been really lucky and it's just part of my personality I think that I reach out to people that I need like you know I'm just like hey Um, so that's really worked for me in the past Um, I think more recently it's worked for me in the sense of when I really needed to look to the people that I admired that are thriving in my view that have a position that I want or that have some sort of success that I am striving towards in my own way. Mm. And the biggest question that I asked these people were, when you tell me about a time, a shit time in your life before this. Before, good question. Be, before this really good time and thrivingness, I really need to know when you were in the funk when you were sitting there in the funk and life was falling apart, um, tell me about that time because that's what I really need right now Mm. to be able to move me forward. Don't tell me about the steps that you took because that's not the same steps I'm going to take. But just tell me how it was really shit for you one time Yeah, and and so that I'm able to have some sort of inspiration or whatever it is to be able to see a way forward that is completely separate from me, that is not emotionally attached, they have nothing to do with my life, they're just people I professionally know. And they have been very influential in my thought of, in my thought process of everything has an end, even the shit things. So, you know, one particular person was like, you know, at my age, uh, their funk was being unemployed, separating, um, you know, going from an executive manager position to a nothing and, you know, starting all over again. And I was like, 
fuck man are you serious because i fucking love who you are mm. and i think you are so inspirational and i cannot believe that at 30 that was you because how i see you now is mm. very different okay that gives me motivation to keep going yeah you, that's good do you know what i mean yeah they're, they're the types of mentors that you need not the mentor of hey mentor please tell me what the next step what do i need to do next tuesday you know what do i need to do in three weeks three months time no that's not the right type of mentors it's just yeah. the mentors that are the gap between where you are right now and where you want to be and yeah. asking those really critical questions that you're really feeling to be able to move forward mm. in some respect in your own way mm. you know so not using them as a lifeline using them as a guidance you should be like gandhi <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> fuck a tony robbins like we sam you're not oh yeah man i can i can dribble some shit let mate. me tell you about life I really can dribble some shit. It's not about what you succeed. It's about your low moments. Okay? Do you understand? See? Okay? Oh god. I don't know. Anyways, guess what, Lowina Munosh? 41 minutes. Yeah, 41 minutes. Wow, we can talk a lot of shit. We can, but good shit. Oh, great shit. I hope when and somehow when this finds itself into the internet space out of what is it out of a video recorder with our broken mic we can only we're actually sitting side by side next to each other um because one side of the microphone works better than the other side the other side if you sit on the other side it sounds like you're like sitting in a park somewhere five <laughs> kilometers away no it's like i'm sitting like in the toilet and then you're kissing the mic and i'm in the toilet <laughs> but um thank you that i think we're good i think that was really healthy that was great i feel oh and um, the birth of our podcast name Two great grapes, two great grapes, two great grapes, two great grapes. Good night. <laughs>